0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1913, Fight Fat Phobia with Jenna from Roses for Everybody.
1: Welcome to the All Ears English podcast downloaded more than 200 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, and today's featured guest coming to you from Arizona, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. In the U.S., a negative stigma often
0: surrounds the word fat. Today, we welcome Jenna with the Roses for Everybody campaign to discuss the vocabulary we use to describe body weight and how we can remove this destructive stigma. Listen in to find out how you can be part of the solution. Jenna, welcome to the podcast. Listeners, I'm so excited to welcome Jenna from Roses for Everybody. How are you?
2: I'm good. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes. Give us quickly a brief overview of the campaign, Mm -hmm. how you got involved. Our listeners might not have heard of it before. So give us a little intro.
2: Thank you. So, yeah, I am one of the members of Roses for Everybody, which is a campaign to, as funny as it sounds, demand the Bachelor franchise. Start casting fat people in their show. It's been on for over 20 years. And in those 20 years, they have had over 1,142 individuals on the show. And there's only been two self identified plus size individuals who went home night one without less than a minute of airtime each. That is a huge exclusion and it is problematic. And we are aiming to get representation in this specific sphere in order to help with just like positive media representation of fat people. Um, It's still lacking in pretty much all forms of media, especially reality television. And yeah, we're really excited about it. We launched on July 11th, which was the most recent season of The Bachelorette. And we're really excited to have a campaign that is bringing the conversation of body diversity into an area that most people don't want to talk about it, but it's very important.
0: Yes. And I had heard you on another podcast and I loved you were talking about the language. Mm -hmm. So guys, we are going to focus on that a little bit today, the language around fat, someone being fat, Mm -hmm. and why there is this fat phobia, the Mm -hmm. stigma and what we can do to change that. So we're going to really dive into that. But first of all, I want to make sure everyone listening knows this episode is also on YouTube. And we would love for you to come and be part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. You can comment on the YouTube video and let us know what is this like in your culture, in your country? Do you have the similar, you know, fat phobia or these similar stigmas behind the word fat? What do you think of when someone says, is this word used in a negative way as a more morale judgment, moral Mm -hmm. judgment, Mm -hmm. Yes, morale, morale. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I'm excited to dive into that with you today, especially.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, we planned this campaign very thoughtfully. We spent four months planning it, um, we have a graphic designer, we have people who work in media, we have people who do copywriting. And one of our biggest things that we had to really work on was talking about the language that we used. as, as you, all your listeners know, like language is so, so important, how we use it, what do we mean by it? And we definitely came across the the concept of, do we use the word fat in our campaign? Because we do know that there is such a pushback to that word in our society However, we really sat with what our beliefs are and what our goals are, and it's fat liberation. And we can't really fight for acceptance and to end oppression regarding how people are treated, fat people, without using the words and without being intentional about them. And we will get into it in a couple of minutes, but fat is a neutral word. It should not be a moral negativity that is put upon somebody. And so if you believe that, then we can use this word in a positive or neutral way yeah and so what i want to
0: talk about is how how do we use that word in the united states first of Mm -hmm. all we know this is different in every culture and every but i do think this is in some ways international i have a feeling that our listeners (laughs) will relate to this in their own culture Mm -hmm. i know what it's like in the united states and a few of the countries that i've visited but let's talk about like first of all just why why is there this negative stigma and Mm -hmm. I love that you shared why you chose to use the word fat. Guys, Jenna's mm-hmm. going to share three tips of how you can get involved, how you can help eliminate that stigma. And first, let's dive into why. Why should we eliminate this stigma? Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. should why should we change the way we talk about and the way we think about the word fat?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's as simple as <laughs> It's hard to undo centuries and centuries of negative connotation. But it is as simple as the word fat is not a negative thing. And it used to not be used that way. You know, as early as like the 14th and 17th century, during like the Renaissance time, fat was a positive thing, it was a sign of wealth and prosperity. We were seeing art depicting women and men in fatter bodies. As a good thing.
0: Yes, Rubens, right? One of my favorite artists. Exactly. And very healthy, fat people, beautiful paintings.
2: Beautiful. Yeah, exactly. And then when you add in the uh, slave trade and the way that we use anti-blackness and you add in the way that we started to characterize fatness as a negative thing Mm -hmm. is literally born from anti-blackness. We have a lot of resources on our page about that and you can research it and do um, some reading on a a book we recommend is Fearing the Black Body by Sabrina Stings and Strings. Sorry. And yeah, so there's a long history of anti-blackness that gets correlated into the way we use the word negatively. And we maybe currently right now in 2022, don't think that is the case when we generally walk around upholding fatophobic ideals and moral judgment on people who are fat but that is where it comes from we started shifting once like the um the beginning of different centuries where they started making food more available and stable and easy to get it fatness became like not a sign of prosperity and started to be used in a way to demoralize people and that goes hand in hand with racism and the slave trade mm-hmm.
0: And this is so vital and fascinating (laughs) to consider the history, to think about how this developed over time, Mm -hmm. where it came from. Yeah, that um, I think that's so important because that's going to help us realize like, oh, this these are not traditions that we want to uphold. This is something that should be changed.
2: Yes. And people really want to rely on the concept of like health regarding fat people. I mean, if you look up definitions of the like words, fat is just a descriptor word meaning something that is bigger that is heavier that's yes. fine but yep. then when you look up description words for obese and things like that it's like you start getting into these negative Moral connotations judgments. you know mm-hmm. and it's very sad it's a uh, overweight is a weight considered normal um overweight that's considered normal or desirable why is there a definition where in which we're saying desirable you know obese grossly fat and overweight it's we get into these moral things and people bring in health because they believe that health is an indicator or weight is an indicator of health. It's not true. It's proven over and over again that there are so many more factors that go into play that the BMI is used a lot against fat people, but there's also history with that as well. The BMI was created by thin white men and has a lot of deep history history in anti-blackness as well, as well as it's just junk science that was originally created in a way, sorry, it was created for other reasons again from those thin white mm-hmm. man, but it was quickly transformed into being used as a way to deny people health insurance mm-hmm. in its original form. And people don't kind of realize that as well. It's supposed to have an indication of people who are on the extremes, extremely yes. underweight, extremely overweight, and how that does affect our health. And we're not saying that, that there aren't elements where that does affect people's health, but in order to deny people medical insurance they started using it as a structure Uh and then that's where it like started and now is where it is today where people just be like oh well I'm over the the recommended BMI what does that mean
0: right okay I'm definitely going to have to do a lot of research and I think our (laughs) listeners are as well because you're telling me things that I feel like I should know that I don't know a lot about like
2: yeah they don't they don't tell us that stuff
0: (laughs) right body mass index and I didn't know where that came from or how long it's been around so I'm going to be doing a deep dive everybody listening you do it as well and let's dive into these three tips Jenna give us Mm -hmm. three things that our listeners and myself can do to get involved and help to be a part of the solution
2: yes if um, you're really interested in trying to deconstruct the way that we use the word fat and, other, and negative terms throughout our society, a lot of it just stems with working on it on yourself. You know, unpacking why you think fat is a bad thing. And you might not, right? Like, I think you'll find that you don't really think that. But there are so many inputs coming at us throughout society that uphold that. So one of the best ways to do that is to start getting different inputs in your system and in your life. So we recommend following fat creators um, and writers and journalists and people who are doing this conversation, liberationists. Um, I know for myself about five years ago, when I actively decided to start unfollowing people that upheld diet culture Mm -hmm. and people who were instead following people who were just existing and having a great time living their lives, it did wonders for my personal journey of how I accept my body and love myself.
0: Okay. I love this. Can you give us some recommendations, (laughs) a couple of Mm -hmm. fat creators that you would recommend who have this positive outlook?
2: Yes. One of my favorite ones right now is, um, why is it not showing? Of course, you know how people's Instagrams are always, um, yeah, (laughs) I'm so embarrassed y'all. Sorry. We have fierce fat femme. Okay. Beautiful one. Please follow him. Um, and then we have fat fab feminist. So, nice. so you can get the idea of what these uh, creators are doing. But I definitely recommend just um, start following a couple plus size uh, content creators. And then you can easily little skip a little like arrow and it'll show you more creators of the similar nice. style. And you can just start doing that and diversifying your your feed.
0: Awesome. I love that idea. I am going to take notes and mm-hmm. follow them and I want my daughters to follow them because this mm-hmm. is so important to me that my daughters help be part of the solution as well yes. and have a positive mindset about them and their bodies. Mm-hmm. Okay. So give us their second tip.
2: Um, and this one is more of also a thing you can be doing in your interpersonal life. When you hear people using the word fat in a negative uh, way, call them out, call them in gently. Why are you speaking that way? Why are you putting a moral judgment on food? Um, the way your body looks the way somebody else's body looks it uh, is, a way that we do a lot of unpacking of our, uh, systematic, you know, oppression in our world, racism, homophobia, transphobia. So if you are already on a journey where you're doing a lot of that work and calling out people, when you hear, um, somebody be transphobic, think of fat phobia as the same thing, you know? Oh my God. I'm just so, I can't believe I, I looked so fat in that photo and they're saying it in a negative way stop mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. why are we saying this in a negative Fat that is not a bad thing I love that
0: I love that tip so much and I love to think about you know the efforts you're making in other areas too mm-hmm. to remove any kind of phobia or mm-hmm. racism mm-hmm. and apply it here as well recognize mm-hmm. that this is also a place that either to yourself if you find yourself making a statement or to someone else to also call them out and help mm-hmm. us all be more aware of the yes. way we're talking about this. Yeah, I love it is,
2: that. It is a pretty wildly, widely accepted form of yes. like bullying. Yeah, bullying. yeah, yes. Oh, we we point. really don't call that out as much, you know. Um, and that's I'm not trying to make any judgment as far as like what is more important in our society to be unpacking mm. by any means. Um, however, like I mentioned, a lot of it's all coincided, you know anti blackness yes. is hand in hand with anti-fatness, so we can't work on one without working on many other ones. and so yeah, just yeah. try to ex- welcome that into your work as well
0: definitely. okay, give us your third tip. I'm excited about this one. I got a little sneak peek earlier and I'm very this much one on board.
2: might yeah and this one might be hard for people, but listen to Lizzo. <laughs> I
0: love Lizzo yes yes, Lizzo <laughs> uh
2: yeah, listen, listen and hear what she is saying you know I remember not. people were so mad at her for playing that flute that was owned by a white person (laughs) yeah all that stuff but it's like well she's on stage dancing singing and playing a flute she's an athlete yes right she's an athlete and I know many people of many different sizes who could not do what she does. And there's no, and so I, we just, you know, listen to Lizzo take in I her agree gospel <laughs> so much
0: i tried to karaoke a song that was doja cat but it was rapping and i could not do like two lines i was like yeah. gasping for breath it is so there's so much athleticism to be able to rap and sing and dance yeah. on a stage when there are nerves involved too it's true and her message is so positive and uplifting and body positive i yeah. agree very much i i i suggest everyone take this third tip as well <laughs> go listen to some lizzo <laughs> I love it. And just
2: have fun and dance. It's going to be great.
0: (laughs) I know. Thank you so much for joining us, Jenna, and for sharing these amazing three tips and some details about this campaign. Can you let our our listeners know where can they go if they want more information?
2: Yes. Please uh, check us out on Instagram at roses for everybody. We have a link tree and you'll see our petition as well as other interviews that we've been in. Our page as well is full of infographics that we've worked really hard on to unpack fat phobia, anti-fat bias, and the ways in which we can be better allies to each other. So please check us out. And if you have any questions or you want to start a dialogue, our DMs are open.
0: Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much for being here with us today. It was so nice to meet you. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye.